Help, I've been RFID'd. Could you be too? Hey everybody, it's Nancy May, doing your best with elder care success. And yahoo! Welcome to Fall Tips, Tricks, and Yes Treats. Well, here's what we're doing this season. We are actually taking the idea of summer shorts and moving it into the fall, where we're giving you short episodes of tips, tricks, and treats and ideas for taking care of mom and dad or somebody you love. So it's just a little easier on you, on them, and on everybody's heart. So stay tuned and giddy up. It's a season of fall tips, tricks, and treats. Yahoo! Hey, this is Nancy May from Doing It Best with Elder Care Success. And before we get going, I'd like to ask you to give a gift to a friend. It's real simple. All you need to do is share the link to this show and others. I'm sure they'll appreciate you for it. So with that, let's get on with this show. Hey, this is Nancy May from Doing It Best with Elder Care Success, and this is a fall short. Well, I haven't actually been RFID or RIFT, as I'm calling it, but I did get a call from my sister the other day saying that, but I did get a call from my sister the other day who was panicked because her husband had been at a Panera restaurant, and before he could take his credit card out of the wallet, he was told that his card had already been charged. Hmm. She freaked and wanted to let me know about it. So I did a little investigation about the radio frequency identification program or chip that's in our credit cards. It's called the RFID chip. Now, she thought going out and getting a an RFID wallet would be the way to protect her and her husband, but that's that's somewhat under question these days. And depending upon the expert that you talk to, most of them say that they don't work. However, before we start, I thought it would be helpful to understand how these whole programs work or what they are. First of all, the radio frequency identification chip is embedded in most credit cards or just about all credit cards today. And you can identify whether you've got one because you'll have a little metal exposed chip in your card. Or if you don't have one of those, there's something that looks like a little speaker symbol with the little triangle that goes in half moons. Probably that's the best way to describe it. Anyway, these chips allow for contactless purchases. The idea of security or her concern is that there are RFID skimmers that are out there that criminals have used. And the fear is that somebody can come up behind you, skim the card and steal your identity and your bank account. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about this for my sister or her family, but I am concerned about any of our parents who might be out there who are older and unaware of some of these technologies. The fact that this fear is out there is real. However, the chips have been improved significantly over the number of years. And if your card has one of those square chips that you can see it, chances are that it is not able to be skimmed. If you do not have one of those, I would consider calling your bank, calling your credit card company and asking them for an updated card to make sure that you do have one of those because they're nearly impossible to do this virtual skimming, I'll call it. These chips are also in our passports and those passports that were issued after 2007 have been updated with blocking covers to protect from such skimming. The card that was, I'll say, infiltrated with my brother-in-law was a Discover card. I do not know if it was an updated card or not. However, it still is somewhat concerning to know that this could possibly happen. Now, here are some tips that you can use for your parents that 
might be helpful for you as far as an extra sense of security. And to be honest with you, our level of trust does go up as we get older. Make sure that your parents don't keep a debit card regularly in their wallets. If they do, make sure it has an EMV chip in it. Those are one of those little metal exposed chips that I mentioned earlier. That will help increase security. If you do not have one, or if they do not have one of those on their debit card, call the card company, call the bank, and make sure it's replaced with an updated card immediately. Also, make sure that they don't use their debit card online to make purchases. The other day, I heard of somebody uh, in a, a shop that I go and visit frequently, and they use their debit card all the time online, and it had been compromised. Well, I thought, do you always use your debit card online? Oh, yes, we have no problem using it, the lady said. I thought, hmm, you know what? I'm not sure I would do that. So instead, make sure that they're using a credit card online in, to make purchases and not the debit card. Also, instead of a debit card, make sure they're using a credit card, that they have at least two different brands in their wallet. It could be a Visa or a MasterCard. It could be a Visa or American Express or a MasterCard and Visa, just two. That's going to be helpful to keep things organized and on sort of the up and up, I'll say. In that case, also make sure that your name is on those credit cards as a co-card owner. You may need to give the bank or the credit card company a copy of a POA or a durable power attorney, letting them know legally that you're a financial fiduciary and, of course, that your parents agree to that too. Once you do have your name on there, go on regularly at least once a week to make sure you're keeping tabs of purchases and that they're not out of the norm. You can also call the card company and say, I'd like to make sure that there is a spending limit per transaction and per week. You can also ask the credit card company to make sure that anytime those cards are being used, especially if your name is the primary name on this, that's the only way that this is typically going to happen, is that anytime that card is used, you get an alert, a text alert saying how much it was and where the transaction happened. Also, when talking to the card company, ask them about fraud protection and anything that they have to support elderly or infirmed clients. Knowing what their policies are is going to be an advantage to you and to your folks, quite frankly. When your parents do make purchases, ask them just to get in the habit of keeping a stack of receipts on the side somewhere in their kitchen, someplace where you can both work together to make sure everything is kept in order for tax reasons. Whatever the purchases might be, Tell them that this is a way for you to help them to make sure that they are kept safe and that they are not being taken advantage of. If you have a good relationship with mom and dad, this will be something that they will gladly accept. If you don't, or if they have signs of dementia, where there's a certain level of paranoia increasing, this may be a little bit more difficult, but slowly work on it. It doesn't need to be something that's done overnight. If there are large purchases, just discuss it. On the other hand, you also may have a card that you want to give to an aide to use for groceries or something else so that you don't have to do it. We did that with my parents. I always checked several times a week to make sure that card was being used properly. When there are questions about bills, we had conversations. And my lead aide would also call me and let me know, Nance, do I have your permission to go out and buy a new coffee maker? 
That's an example. Because the old one died. And I said, sure, just let me know when you make it so that I don't have any questions later on. And that always worked beautifully for us. So those are a few tips that may be helpful for you when it comes to security with regards to credit cards or debit cards. Again, if your parents are a certain age or have memory issues, please take the debit card out of their wallet. They don't need it. Put extra cash in their wallet if that's something that makes them feel more comfortable. In our case, I always made sure dad had $100 cash in his wallet. I said, don't worry, dad, you always have a credit card. Here's your credit card. Use it anytime. And he felt comfortable. Mom, on the other hand, could care less whether she had a cent in her pocket or not. She said, that was dad's job now, not hers. (laughs) So (laughs) that was easy for me. I loved it. And I'm glad that she felt that way. So those are the tips for today. It's another fall short. Stay well, stay safe, and keep the cash in your wallet. Bye-bye. We'll see you soon, or we'll hear you soon. This show is sponsored by Caremanity, the publishers of How to Survive 911 Medical Emergencies, a step-by-step guide before, during, and after. For your own personalized free file of life, go to www.howtosurvive911.com. All trademarks, brands, and comments are not intended to be substitutes for medical, financial, or legal advice. Please consult a medical, legal, or financial professional for issues relevant to your own personal situation. This show is produced by Caremanity LLC. All rights reserved. Caremanity LLC.